Gossip, the F1 Podcast. Hey, welcome to Grid Gossip, episode six already. Talking about Imola today, I'm Dell here with my co-host Julie. What is popping? Uh, what's popping? You're about to get married soon. That's what's popping. Like we're in the home stretch. Yeah, like 18 days. Home so. fucking stretch. I'm uh, about done with your little ceremony right up. I probably will edit a little bit out. How long is it? I got to go through and like, <clears throat> excuse me, do some hard like, I've been like reading through it, you know, and it's like, if I'm like cramming through it, I can get through it in like 10. Okay. Uh, sometimes I get through it at eight, sometimes like 15. Like I just need to like, how yeah. long would you like it to be? Because 15 minutes, 15, 10 to 15. 15. Minutes. Okay. Yeah. That should be I think fine. 10 minutes is too short. It's all about tempo. You know what I mean? So, yeah, tempo. so, so I will get that dialed in. Um, but I, I feel pretty good about it. And my first, not to make this all about your wedding a ceremony speech, but my first um, version was it was like a little too much. Like it was like too casual. You're you're a black tie event. It's a very uh, seems like it's going to be a very nice event. So I was like, yeah, let me go back and dial this in a little bit. So there you go. Um, I just got to sit on it for a little bit. We are we owe you our stuff this weekend. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. I'm assuming that should add a few minutes, which is what I've been hoping. So. At least add like sixty seconds. So that is what's popping. Is it's all it's all about Julie and her wedding. Pretty much through what is it the fifteenth, fourteenth, twelfth, whatever day. Fourteenth, fourteenth, and the fifteenth. Okay. I'm out. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> I, I asked. I asked your sister. Like, hey, you know, like, is she going to be around for a couple of days afterwards? Because I have an event in Austin like the next week, and she's like, no, she's skipping town. Like the next morning, I was like, that's. Were what you we trying did. to hang out or move. stay at the house? Uh, no, I was just gonna say hey i'm in town for a couple days after the wedding it's actually the following week so it wouldn't have mattered anyway, oh so but... you're going home and then coming back no oh, yeah i gotta come all the way back yeah so so anyways um but what else is going on before we jump into this anything worth any any wedding drama last second planning is like holy shit any of that or is it pretty smooth not really we got like we only have two like three things left to do oh, write this write good. the speeches for or write the vows for you Mm-hmm. Um, put together our welcome bags and go to our marriage license appointment. Nice. Nice. That's it. Very cool. Everything else is and done. And did we officially lock down seating selections? I heard there was a little bit of a... Seating chart? Yeah, that's been done for seating a couple chart, weeks. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Very, so that's very done. Cool. Um, Carter better be behaved. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be... Are we doing a walkthrough or no? We're just doing it. Oh, for the rehearsal, yeah, but I mean, Krista said to put him at the head table with you guys, so. Oh, I mean, he is a, he's a wild card, so just load him up on soda. He'll be fine. Um, <laughs> So looking forward to it, but uh, this week we were in Italy, Imola. You know what? What region of Italy is Imola in? It's, I think it's like northern central. Yeah, it's like, like in. What, what town is it actually in? Like Genoa, Genoa, Genoa. How do you say it? Oh, is it blown? Oh, you're right. It is. You're right. Well, like, yeah, you're right. It's B.O. That's right. Yeah, um, what a bologna. Yeah. Crock full of bologna. Bologna or whatever. Um, yeah. So we were in Italy. Uh, I like this circuit. I forgot how much I like this circuit. I do like it quite a bit. But uh, it was an interesting week. We've got a lot to cover because it was a sprint week. 
And as I was writing the outline, I was like, oh man, we've got three events essentially to cover. So yes. And I did not realize there was a sprint weekend until, <laughs> until Friday morning when you before. texted me and you're like sprint. And I was like, what? We have those. But I really love a qualifying on a Friday though. Like that was so nice to like do some work on the couch, watch some qualifying. I was into that. I agree. I agree. I remember last year I was kind of giving Sprint a hard time. I was like, eh, I'm not sure if I'm into it. I was into it this week. And I, I, for that reason, I was like Friday, immediate action, Saturday, action, Sunday. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of leaning more towards it. Mm-hmm. But I do think this, depending on the circuit, like a sprint race may be no bueno. So we'll figure it out. But this week was cool. And I think the sprint added some drama and flair along with the weather. Well, yeah, I, it's like back and forth. Like the weather definitely spikes it up a little bit. But then, you know, what half of the sprint, maybe the whole sprint, half of the race, you had no DRS enablement, which we'll talk about because of the weather. So it's like back and forth. But um yeah it was it was a good weekend so before we jump into qualifying which took place on friday we had some off-grid pre-race off-grid gossip um most notably your boy signs extended through 2024 yep so he will continue to look good in the red for mm-hmm. the next three years what were your thoughts on that i i mean i expected him i feel like ferrari like invest in their drivers they don't do the red bull stuff where they're like bouncing all over every year like yeah they like they're in it for the long haul so they so it made sense to me uh he does look really good in red and not everyone can look good in red so i mean he definitely looks better in the outfit than he does in the car the last couple weeks so we'll talk about that in lewis hamilton news uh he has joined a consortium if you will for a takeover bid of chelsea fc which is one of the uh, more notable teams in the Premier League, and that group includes Serena Williams as well as some Are other trying to buy rich it? people. Yes, so not himself. With but, you Serena know, get... Williams. Yeah, so the way you know, whenever these teams get bought, it's usually not like one person because it's you know you guys are spending hundreds of billions of dollars, whatever. Yeah, it but is. she's not British. No, but she's very tight with Lewis Hamilton. So when they brought Lewis in, Lewis called Serena and said, "Hey, I've got an opportunity. Are you into it?" Um, you know, and so, I mean, I, I, if he would have called me and I had 10 million, I'd be like, for sure, that's a slam dunk investment. So we'll see if his, his group wins a bid, but he, he mentioned he's not going to be hands-on obviously, but he, uh, will look for ways to get involved from a, you know, to a diversity standpoint and education standpoint, things like that. So I thought it was a good fit. God okay. knows he has the money. What else was happening out there on the, the, the off grid? Um, Pierre Gasly and his girlfriend broke up. Oh, did they? I missed that. That's why I'm the, the red gossip girl. Was was she Ukrainian? I believe so. I'm gonna look yeah. up her name because I her name's Kate. Her name's Kate. Kate. Katerina. Oh, Katerina. That's right. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Uh, so that that explains why he he performs so terribly. Although he was able to stay in front of Hamilton the whole race, but that's um, not hard to do. Not not at all. Not not saying much. So, uh, Katarina Gasly, the first breakup of the 2022 season. Yep. You think that'll be the last one? I still think Leclerc and your girl. No, I, I just have I a think, feeling I that's happening. I think they're in it for the, for the long haul. I don't but know. I don't she know. leaves, I'm swooping on in. Yeah, that's yeah, a good year to do that. Good year to do that. Um, anything else out there? Like, I totally missed that no, one. No, so I mean, there were so it. many memes after the race this week. So, no, nothing on like, 
pre-race gossip. Okay. Okay. So just to review sprint race weekend, uh, for those of you that forgot or new to it on Friday, you have free practice one and then qualies, which is uh, much different from a regular weekend where you just have free practice on Friday on Saturday, you have free practice two, and then the results of quality set up the sprint race, which they perform on Saturday. And then the results of the sprint race set the grid for the grand prix race on Sunday. So right out of the gates, I think quality, or I think free practice was really early Eastern standard time, like seven, yeah. eight in the morning. So, uh, I was like, got to my day got through emails and then quality qualities popped off and was like, this is perfect. Yeah, this is perfect. Yeah. What, what makes the whole situation precarious is like you cannot mess up an fp2 because there is not enough time to fix your car between fp2 and the sprint race like if you mess up you are screwed screwed and then you're screwed for sunday i mean you could you could even say fp1 too i mean you could potentially miss qualities um, but you'd still be in but yeah, i mean yeah yes to your point you could still make the sprint race and, and participate in the main race i think the the, you know, obviously the Mercs talked about this, but I think the really tough thing in addition to that is that you're in park firm, like right out of the gates, like right on Friday, once you show it to qualities with however that car is set up, you can't change it before the sprint race or before the main race. So if you get it wrong, you're set up wrong, you're screwed. Well, well, the tough thing for the Mercedes drivers is like, that's now five times they have to sit there and go. Dude, did you, did you see what uh, Russell George, said? Yeah, he's like ill. He's un, He's like, <laughs> his he's brain like was shaking around problems. in there. That car is shitty. They should literally just scrap it and just start rebuilding for next year. I'm like, we're just going to come and last for the rest of the year and we need to start rebuilding. It's so bad. Um, so uh, so let's jump into to Quali's. Um, Q1 action really was uh albon with the the dnf his uh i'm not sure i've seen this before i'm sure it's, it's happened before but his his brake his rear brake caught fire which i have seen but it got so hot it actually made the tire explode which i thought was kind of neat um but he was not able to finish so he he started in 20th uh in order yuki gasly latifi Ocon, albon all um all out of qualities after q1 but um, I was surprised at Gasly. It is, you know, might be the breakup. I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, maybe that, that makes sense. Uh, going into Q2, um, you know, this is where the Mercs like to live now this year. Uh, in order, Russell uh, qualified 11th, followed by Schumacher, Hamilton, Joe, and Stroll. Um, and I believe in Q2, did Sainz spin out in Q2? No, he made it. Yeah, no, he did. He he went into the wall right at the end of Q two. Yes, but he still, but he still made it on to Q three. Yes, because his he time was, still was good enough. The tenth fastest. Um, so it lucked out for him. Yeah, so he was fortunate, but he didn't participate in Q three. His um his crash actually red flagged qualities with like ten minutes left in Q two, and then it started to rain really hard. And so as they ran the clock, no one came back out because the times weren't going to improve with that much rain. So it was, it was kind of a bummer. Yeah. But uh, that was kind of the start to his um, abysmal weekend. And then going to Q3, uh, rain picked up. And so Q3 was pretty much full wet. Um, in order, Max, Leclerc, Norris, one, two, three, followed by K-Mag, Alonzo, uh, Ricky, Sergio, Batas, Vettel. Nice to see him back up there. 
and yeah. uh, and signs in that 10 spot. Um, we did have a red flag in Q3. K Mag spun out through the gravel trap. I was that was probably the most impressive thing for me of the weekend. Did you see how he recovered that car out of the gravel trap without crashing it? I thought that was sick. Um, I just I just was like I, that was really impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they got they got things going again, and then Bottas retired his car on the track. Another red flag. And when they got started again, Norris decided to put in the wall with like, I don't know, it was like about a minute left as people were trying to put in their last laps. And that was the final red flag, which ended qualities because they weren't going to start it again with um, less than a minute. So pretty action packed qualification. What what were your thoughts? I can't remember if it was in qualifying or in the sprint race, but Charles kind of like skidded like in like turn, like almost did like a 180. Do you remember that moment? I think he, well, he definitely did in the race, but he hit the wall. I think he did one in the the race. I think he did one in free practice. I don't know if that was quality. No, I think it was qualifying, but he had like a funny, like Instagram story about it. It was like, I couldn't see in my mirror. So I figured let's look like, cause it was all on the track. He didn't go off the track, but he kind of like did a 180 of his car. And he was like, I was just looking to see who was behind me. Cause then he like quickly recovered and turned back around but I think that was in qualifying on the, um, but that was funny. That made me laugh. Uh, speaking of Vettel, this isn't related to the race, but you know, in when the, it comes on the, t- when formula one comes on the TV and they do the intro with all the drivers, it looks like a homeless person. <laughs> it's literally like, he like forgot. He looks so ragged. My coworker Felix and I were talking about it today and it's like he had no idea he, it was like the day to do to shoot that like it's like what did he say I have find this it was so funny I just don't think he gave a shit I think he's like honestly don't give a fuck that's what makes me think this is his last year I think he's going to call it but yeah I I love that I actually think it's great that he I mean, he's think about his his like year before last or was it maybe it was last year during uh, preseason. He had like no hair. It looked like he lost it all. And then season started, he had full hair, you know, typical veteran. This year, he looks like a homeless person with too much hair. He's a uh, I don't think he's I think he's just collecting the paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God knows yeah. Aston Martin is not that competitive. Um, so that was um that was qualities. I mean, I, I thought it was a pretty good qualification uh, effort. It's always nice when it's wet uh, to see how how they yep. handle that. So going to the sprint race, um, and this is what we were talking about when it's when a race starts and it's you know the, the cars start on wets or it's raining, whatever. DNS is disabled, and I think that made this race in you mean my DRS. Opinion, DRS. I said DNS. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes. Uh, DRS is disabled, which. Um, I thought made this race really boring, boring for the first 30 laps outside of the first couple laps because uh, it was just a, a train. But we'll talk about that. I thought the sprint race was decent. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, better than some of the other ones last year. So Leclerc uh, had a great start into the first breaking zone past Max. I thought Norris was going to pass him, too, but he was able to kind of pin him out. But uh, Leclerc took the lead right out of the gates and uh, Max spent pretty much the whole sprint race trying to hunt him down. Uh, in the first lap, you also had Joe and Gasly collide, putting Joe into the barriers. He DNF'd starting, uh, which meant he would start the race, I believe, in last. Yep. 
and then Gasly had to pit due to a puncture tire, and um, that kind of ruined his sprint race. They finally enabled DRS, not DNS, but DRS in lap eight, <laughs> and that allowed Signs to make his move. I thought he was pretty impressive during the sprint race. So is Perez. He climbed all the way up there. Yep. He started in what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth, and then ended third. I mean, I just love watching him climb up. I'll say it once and I'll, like, I'll say it again. I just like, it's so smooth. It's like no effort for him. He just like weaves through people so politely. Never, never, you know, never, never like Max does. Yeah. It's just like smooth, smooth sailing. He's like, I got, I don't, I don't need you in front of me. I got this. Very calm, cool, and collected. Uh, yeah, signs and Perez marched their way up to the front. And then outside of that, that was really most of the action. Uh, towards the last few laps, Max really put the pressure on on Leclerc and finally passed him on lap 20 down the main street. I knew he was going to pass him. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. He was waiting till the end. And I don't know if you heard in like the post-race interview with Horner, but they were like, was that your strategy? And he was like, well, I wouldn't say that was our strategy. I was like, dude, that was your strategy. I enjoyed his radio calls though. You know, he was like, don't, don't radio into the, into the, yeah, <laughs> into like, the breaking. Max like, like, oh, having, like, they kept being like trying to coach him. And Max was like, no, like stop it. talking to me. Just let me do this. But I will say like, that is often like that move of like Leclerc being in the front for like, you know, 20 laps and then getting past in the lap is like the most often way that Leclerc gets second. Like that's always how it is. It's if he does not pull away with enough of a, of a gap, he gets passed by max. Well, I mean, that's how racing works, but that happened in Saudi Arabia. I know, Arabia but well, like he right? can't, <laughs> yeah, it happens often to him. It comes down to tire management. You know what I mean? And I think what, what max has been able to do this year um, maybe even late last year, but it seems like he's he's putting an emphasis on tire management this year. He's also keeping the pressure on Leclerc too. And Leclerc just drives his ass off, so you know there's some tire management element to it. But um, yeah, yeah, it was a it was a good pass. He did it on lap 20. The sprint race was 21 laps, so basically the lap before the finish. Um, and uh, you finish with Max first, Leclerc second, Sergio signs Norris. So it's the top five to start the race. McLaren came back. I mean, obviously in the race, you know, uh, Ricky had his moment, but yeah, McLaren seems to have figured out their early season issues, which is good because it would be nice to see a third team up there, you know, battling a little bit with Mac or with the Ferraris and the Red Bulls since it's clearly not going to be Mercedes. Um, so those are your top five. Ricardo Bottas, K-Mag, Alonzo, Mick uh, rounded out six through 10. Uh, your Merck update, Russell 11th, Hamilton 14th. So that was uh, what you had going to the Grand Prix. Again, race starts uh, wet, DRS disabled. Did you check out the pre-race interview with Toto and George? Uh, I saw it. I caught it like midway through when I was doing something. But like, yeah, I I caught it when they were talking about uh, the the Russell Bottas interaction last year, and then I was distracted by something else. But yeah, what were they talking? It annoyed me so much for some reason. It was like George is like this little boy. He's just like, he needs to like grow up a little bit in like the way that he presents himself. Well, he will. He's only been there six races and Hamilton's the quote unquote captain. Um, he still seems like the biggest fanboy of Mercedes and he's like on the team. I think he's saying all the right things, quote unquote right things. 
Um, but especially with Hamilton struggling to start the season, but if he continues yeah. to kick Hamilton's ass, like I would think that he'll start to flip the script, but like, keep in mind too, like, I don't know, like, what would you do? Like Hamilton's still the man there. Um, the car's Is he? shit. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, for sure. <laughs> may not last much longer, but the car is, is terrible for both of them. Although Russell's pulling out results. Bet he regrets doing that highlighter yellow. Cause now everyone could just see him in the back. Of his <laughs> he, he, does. he sticks out for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, I agree. Oh. But I, I yeah, I, I do get what you're saying about Russell. I just think that he's got to play that game at least halfway through the season, make it into the summer before he yeah. starts shaking shit up. So, um, all right. So to start the race, um, unlike the sprint race, Leclerc has a terrible start. Max has a pretty solid no. start. Max wasn't going to mess that one up again. Yeah, I was just surprised how badly Leclerc got it wrong. I mean, Leclerc dropped four. He dropped to fourth before the first braking zone. He's lucky it wasn't fifth. Yeah. Um, Max nailed the start, and it, we probably won't talk about Max much in this review because he led the entire race. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was racing himself. Yep, yep. But Leclerc dropped to fourth. Um, Perez and Norris passed him. And then right behind him, Ricardo made contact with Signs and uh, launched Signs into the gravel trap. And he was not able to get so out. so Ricardo's fault. Oh, 100%. I don't even know if and he got Ricardo, a penalty. Ricardo did get out, but Signs didn't. And uh, did you see? <laughs> there was also a video on the internet of like Signs getting out of the car and then like literally almost walking onto the track. And like yeah, the like, no, this race, way. the race policeman or whatever. The, the, I was like, the marshal. Like, yeah. Like yeah. how to like block him. Yeah. I don't know where he was going. I was but like, like what such are you doing? a bad, I think he was probably just like so pissed. I think that like the pressure is getting to him. And then like, he probably, so the pressure is getting to him of how like great of a start he had and how good Charles continues to do. And then they renewed his contract they're at their home race, and it was just like I feel like pressure overload, especially in qualifying and sprint, and then Ricardo hitting him. He was just like, "But that's irony in it, though. That one wasn't his fault. Like, he didn't do anything wrong. Just Ricardo hit him in his car, you know, when those tires hit. So that was kind of a bummer. So that caused a uh, safety car to come out. They did a few laps beyond the safety car while I got uh, Signs' car out of the gravel trap. Um, Russell uh, made it made up four spots in the first lap. So he went from 11th to, I believe, 7th. Yeah, he did uh, good. Which was a great start for him. Yeah, it was absolutely. It was, I think that's the thing, right? It's like, well, how come Lewis couldn't make up a few spots? You know, Lewis sat back there in 13th or 14th the whole race. Uh, I don't. I think he's losing. Yeah, I think he's definitely losing interest now by some of his comments. We'll talk about that. But um, Alonzo, can we talk about Alonzo for a second? He's had relatively strong qualifyings. Mm-hmm. He had a strong sprint race. And then another DNF due to part of his side pod just basically evaporating. Well, someone else's car hit his. A piece of someone else's car flew into his. I think it was his. Schumacher. Yeah, like flew into his car. And it was like you could, you saw like it's like his skin got ripped open because you could see all like the inner workings of the car, which was pretty cool. But it was like a whole, a big old hole. So it was a bummer. I would, I would love to just see Alonzo have a great qualifying weekend and then he'd not have any bad luck in the race, but this is, I think second week in a row, third week. I don't know. I think this but will be his last season too. <sighs> you think so? I don't know. I'm not sure. I believe that it seems like Alpine's got a good car. If they could just, that'll be interesting. That's a good, we'll come back to that. 
And then you had this Russell and Bottas action, which we'll talk about towards the end. But um, they climbed up to fifth and sixth early in the race, and they stayed there for for most of the race, um, which is uh, a, a very exciting battle given the Bottas Mercedes connection, also the Russell Bottas fight that they had at Imola last year when they crashed. So there was a lot of good action there. That um, Alfa Romeo looks pretty competitive with Bottas yep. in it. I like that. Um, so, so that that was kind of uh, your action early on. Uh, safety car came out. They got the race started again. Things kind of got real boring. Yep, they trained for a little bit. Got really boring. I think the only action was when Ocon had the unsafe release into Hamilton mm-hmm. in the pits. He got a five second penalty for that. Yep. And then they finally enabled DRS at lap thirty. Crofty was complaining. He was about to go on that track and flip all the signs and like manually. He was right, though. I mean, it, they should have enabled it lap 15, lap 20. I mean, it was way too much racing uh, on a dry track to not enable it. But um, and that's kind of when uh, that's that's when they spent a lot of time on Lewis Hamilton in 14th, not able to get past Gasly. I mean, it seemed like for maybe half the race, second half of the race outside of the end, it was just constantly Hamilton on boards and him being in a DRS train, not being able to get behind, uh, not being able to get wow. in front of Gasly. It was so bad that I didn't even go on the onboard and listen to his radio because I was like, oh, this this is going to be he's got to be so frustrated. Um, so I'll probably go back yeah. and listen to it this week. But um, but uh, yeah, that was um, that was the name of the game until lap 53. Leclerc had fallen behind Perez. Perez had undercut him. Uh, they basically, you know, Red Bull pit Perez first. Then Leclerc came in and then Max, but um, Perez was able to pass Leclerc on the main straight because his tires were more warmed up. And uh, Leclerc spent some time trying to track him down, and he did. That was fun to watch. It was. It was until Leclerc got too greedy and tried to take it straight over a sausage yeah. curb and messed spun up. out big time, damaged up. his front wing. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, uh, spun out, front wing, crushed. Had to come in and pit, came back out, I believe, in eighth um, or ninth. Yeah. And he had to charge back up. He finished sixth, so he was able to make up a couple spots, but he lost uh, a handful of points in the championship and for the constructors with that mistake. Uh, I, I feel like, I don't know, he, he definitely got greedy. He would have passed. I think he would have passed Perez. Like, you never know what Perez. He could have defended, but, like, he would have had a couple shots. It was only lap 53. He had, what, another, uh, I don't know, how many laps is the race 60 61 like he had another seven eight laps to make something happen so that was kind of a bummer but he'll learn from that mm-hmm. your uh your heart must have fallen out of your chest when you saw your boy put it into the wall like that yeah but when you have two when your heart's in two different <laughs> chests when your heart's with two two different men yeah that are both yeah. you know likely to win every day is a good day or every race is a good weekend unless they both yep. mess up so Yep, I still need that jacket too. I gotta, I gotta make that happen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that that kind of spin out allowed Norris to climb into third, where he finished on the podium, Good which for was him. cool. Absolutely, absolutely, it was a quiet third for Norris. You know, you think about yeah. last year. Anytime Norris is on the podium, we'd be celebrating that. Um, and uh, the rest of the race was spent watching uh, Bottas try to pass Russell in the last few laps, which he was unable to do. But that was a good, good battle to see them um, pushing. It's always nice to just see some some new names up there. So. Max, super comfortable to win. I think they should they should like trademark this, but uh Horner said, uh, great job, Max. Maximum points. Get it? Maximum points for the week. Uh he got pole, 
won the sprint race, won the race, and he had fastest lap. You can make a t-shirt, make some bucks on that. Just saying. Just saying. Max for so, max. Uh, maximum points. So so that was your that was your race. Um how did we end up here? We had uh Max, Sergio Lando podium, Russell four, five, Batas, Leclerc six, Yuki had a great race. We didn't really talk much about him, but he was very competitive in seventh. Uh, your boy Vettel in eighth. Good to see him back up there. He's everyone's boy. He is. But he's mostly Shoemaker's boy. That is. They are very tight. Yep. Uh, K-Mag ninth in Stroll 10th. So double points for um, Aston Martin. K-Mag was pretty competitive. It just seemed like, you know, I don't know if it was tires or whatnot, but he fell back a few spots. But he had a good overall week. Um, and that was your race. That was your race. I, I thought it was... Um, more exciting earlier in the weekend versus the actual race. For sure. Did you see yeah. that they, and I didn't ever know this was a thing pre COVID, but they like do this little powwow with the three winners and they watch like highlights. So they, they, they used to do that. That was like always like, they you started see the little doing highlights of like, I, they need to do that all. It's awesome. Like you get to see them there just talking. I talk think this and is like, the I think it's first awesome. time they're doing it again. It was funny to watch all three of them, but like, could you imagine those rooms when it's like, like oh my God. Hamilton and Max? Like, it was fun because it was like Lando and and Max and Sergio probably gets along with everyone, but in like a Max Hamilton situation, that would be so so awkward. Holy cannoli! Cool down room. I mean, they couldn't even stand each other on the podium last year, so probably a good yeah. thing COVID was happening. And only in Formula One do they get. Glass bottle, sparkling water after the race. Did you notice it this week? Of course. Formula One is a high, <laughs> high-end sport. This is not NASCAR. This is not. This is a know Formula that. One. But yes. This is the first year I've noticed the glass bottle, sparkling water after the race. Charles is like, gets out of that car and is like, where is my Topo Chico? I need my yeah. Topo Chico now. He grabs that's, that thing initially. <laughs> like he is the first that's one. That's actually... That's a great marketing placement. If someone could just get their logo on those glass bottles and the cool down room. There's no logo on it, which means no one has the brand placement, but they look like a Topo Chico bottle, but I don't think they have those in Europe. Yeah. Someone needs to get that. Um, So just uh, some notice, uh, some notable kind of uh, post-race notes, if you will. So Toto apologized on radio, actually, once Hamilton finished the race, uh, calling the car not worthy of a championship uh, and not worthy to be driven by Hamilton, um, meaning the car, the, the car is just terrible, which is funny because Russell did come in fourth, but I just you know, think Hamilton's given up. I don't know what it is. If it like, I don't know if he's setting up the car a lot differently, but I do think, and Russell said this, Russell's used to driving shitty cars. Hamilton is not. <laughs> so that's actually working in Russell's point. favor. Yeah, no, yeah. I think it's a super valid point, you know, so that that's interesting. Hamilton, I, I think he said this before the race, but he definitely said it after. Uh, he He's like, I'm not in the championship this year. Uh, he said that we got the car wrong, which is a very powerful yet true statement. Joint accountability. Yeah, absolutely. We didn't talk about that little interaction he had with Toto after qualifying. It looked a little bit more heated than we usually see or really ever have seen with Toto and, and Lewis. I don't know what was said. They didn't share it, but it definitely... Um, kind of speaks to the year they're having. Yep. Talked about Yuki in seventh. He, they didn't show a lot of Yuki, but he had a really solid race. I think that's his tied for his best result ever. 
mentioned the Aston Martin double points. Nice to see Vettel back in the top 10. And, um, you know, we talked about Alonzo, you know, again, I, I, I think that car is competitive. We know Alonzo is a great driver, so yeah. hopefully he'll get a, a fair shake in, uh, in Miami. Yeah. Miami. His bad luck continued, but also Ferrari's bad luck at Amola continued. So they don't do very well in Italy. It's very interesting. Yeah. No, I think it's like so much pressure from the fans. Like they just cannot do it. And like even more pressure this year, cause they have a really great car. Yeah, again, signs wasn't great pre-race, you know, in qualities and um in sprint race, but again, like that that race, you know, in the race that wasn't his fault. You know, granted he could have made a mistake somewhere else, but we never got a chance to see that. Leclerc, this is why I think, you know, he's he's a he could win the championship. He's so aggressive. Oh God, he's kind of like it. Max. He's kind of like yeah. Max. Um a little bit cleaner, but like he's got to learn to control those emotions. Yeah, I mean, he gave up what's the difference in 6th and 3rd place like 10 points, nine points. I mean, he, he yeah. gave up nine points by trying to pass Sergio. So it's what it is. He'll learn from it, but uh, he's still got a, I don't know, 30 point lead in the championship. Yeah. 25 point lead. So the other thing that was interesting was like the in camera cameras in helmet cameras with the rain. Oh my God. They see nothing. That was our first race this year with that much rain. And then the camera, the helmet cam, the I was helmet like, cam. Yeah. Nothing. They see nothing. So all in all, pretty good race. Um, we're in Miami, not this weekend, but next weekend. Correct. First time ever in Miami. Track looks interesting. You never yeah. really know until they get out there and do it. I think it has three DRS zones, so it should be um, there should be some action. I think that will do it. Any other last words? No final words. Just waiting for my Ferrari jacket. You were supposed to send me the link and you never did, so that's why no, you I haven't actually received it yet. Now. Whose fault is that? That's that's definitely not mine. I and I also think you should do the bubble one. I just think that one's so much sharper. You can do whatever you want. Just send me send me which one you want. Send me a link. I live in Texas. It. So don't buy a jacket then. I don't know what to tell you. Like get a t-shirt. What do you want from me? Not attitude. That's what I don't want. Send me the link. We'll get you that Ferrari jacket. If not, I'll have to, you know, tweet at signs or Leclerc and try to get a custom one oh you know, for your wedding. I mean, I think I you bet should they would still do that. I should try it, yeah. It's a little fanboyish. You should try it. You should try it. Nah. Right on. Well, we will see you guys uh, in a few weeks after Miami. I guess after that, we're going to have to figure out a sub, like you were saying, because you'll be in Barcelona. Yes. Is that they say it over there? Yes. For a couple of weeks. So you want to send us out of here? Am I, I'm ending. I've never ended up an episode. So Today's the day. Do it. End it. What do I say? <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> All right, after Miami, you're going to end it. But until then, ta-ta, as you would say. Ta-ta.